Wonder Soul. Wonder Soul. Wonder Soul. Bardock, a soldier in Freeza's Saiyan army, has just saved the universe. Kakarot, remember that name. Only he doesn't know it yet. It's Frieza. He's coming for us. Take heart, Bardock. A savior has been born. Tsunami presents DBZ Movies. Bardock, the father of Goku. This Friday at 6. You coward! Come out and fight me! Welcome back, everybody, to part two, or number two, of Reviews by Wondersoul. Uh, this series is a series that we at Wondersoul, we review, discuss, and talk about the Dragon Ball movies, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Super, whatever you are more familiar with. Uh, we're going to go through all of them and hopefully get into the actual show itself uh, in the future, so stay tuned for that. But... Last time on Reviews, we sat down and we talked about Dead Zone, uh, you know, Garlic Jr. And uh, one of the first, I think the first Dragon Ball Z movie. Um, and this is the first Dragon Ball Z TV special. I've always looked at it as a movie, though. Uh, when I was young, I got this on VHS. And I just recently got it again on eBay on VHS. And uh, it's just like I remember it. Um... We are talking about Bardock, father of Goku, in today's episode of Reviews. And this movie sits up there in a category, I would say, of its own. Um, the reason why I say that is because if you have been listening to Wonder Soul for some time now, uh, there is a Dragon Ball Super Brawly movie review that me, Melzi, and Mike did um, where we talked about the latest Dragon Ball movie, which is Brawly, and they actually sort of retcon uh, Bardock, um, his story, and just the origin of how everything kind of got started between Vegeta, Brawly, Goku, and, and how Frieza and the Saiyans are involved and everything like that. So. You know, I haven't seen this version uh, in some time, and the freshest thing on my mind, and probably your mind, is what we were given in that movie, Dragon Ball Super Brawly. So, I want to address uh, some of the comparisons on what version I like better, um, and also just kind of go over some details of how... You know, the things that they change if they were good or bad or, you know, what version of this story do I prefer? And I want to know what version of the story you guys prefer. Uh, if you haven't seen Bardock, Father of Goku, I highly suggest you go check it out. It is uh, one of my favorites probably because I'm a little biased. Like I said, I'm a little nostalgic for this film having it uh, when I was young. It's one of the few Dragon Ball Z movies that I got a hold of growing up so um and i just uh, you know i thought it was really cool they're they're going back and they're saying hey do you guys want to know about uh goku's dad and i was like hell yeah i want to know uh wh what do you got to tell us and sure enough we get this story featuring bardock which you know he in this version of this origin tale uh he's a little bit rougher he's not this uh version that we got in super or in brawly better yet where um, he just kind of seems mellow, quiet. You know, he's tough, but this version of Bardock, he's a badass, man. Straight up. 
And after like recently revisiting uh, the Bardock from Brawley, you know, and then seeing this movie, I really don't like what they did with Bardock in the Dragon Ball Super movie. Uh, like he just kind of figures out, and this is spoilers for uh, Dragon Ball Super Brawley if you haven't watched that yet. Uh, just minor spoilers, it's in the beginning. But relating just to Bardock, that's all I'm going to talk about, Bardock. Um, he just kind of figures out that Frieza is going to destroy uh, Planet Vegeta and all the Saiyans and that he is aware that Frieza is freaked out about the myth of the Super Saiyan and, and, and that's kind of cool that he just kind of Sherlock Holmes it but really it's not because in the 1990 version Bardock Father of Goku that I just watched and yes this movie came out in October 1990 it first aired on Fuji television. So there's a little fun fact. But anyways, that version of Bardock has a lot more setup for the character. I mean, obviously, yes, it, it is Bardock, Father of Goku, it's, it's solely dedicated to him. And the Brawly movie is what it is, and the title is Brawly, so it's not supposed to focus on Bardock. But, you know, they made changes that were sort of unnecessary, in my opinion, looking back. After watching this, um, you know, it really changes my opinion on that part of Dragon Ball Super Brawly. Uh, maybe I'm just too attached to the original story and how it goes because it's so different, weird, and actually really tragic what, what, you know, what happens to Bardock and, and just how he has this change of heart because his change of heart in, in the Super movie is that he just says like he's carrying Goku in a sand pod and he says something along the lines of like I just want to save something for once you know and uh, especially since uh, Kakarot's considered a lower class Saiyan and I'm like okay like why are you I guess like he knows they're gonna die and he's having like this uh, come to Jesus moment like that's what it looks like and he's you know he's like hey I'm gonna we're gonna send our son off and you know, there's cool things where you get to see the Saiyan culture and how, you know, it kind of works out with Frieza, you know, controlling the Saiyans. You know, the Saiyans work for Frieza. They they go and conquer planets. You see that in Bardock, Father of Goku. Like, he uh, has, like, his own Guardians of the Galaxy squad that goes and turns into apes and, uh, you know, fucks up planets pretty much and you see uh, a couple examples of that so you know bardock father of goku uh he's not really anything like goku when we get introduced to him in the in this version um he's he's kind of a bad dude and i think you know maybe they're not really aware they must know that it's not the best to just go destroy uh, entire planets and species and stuff like that um but you know also they've always said that saiyans just have this like uh, kind of a lust for like violence in some ways maybe i i don't know it's not really explained i guess they just get used now in in dragon ball super brawly we learn that not all Saiyans are powerful. They have different kind of classes. So you have some that aren't really good fighters. So they become like pilots or they serve another role in society. Um, we really don't see anything but doctors in Bardock, Father of Goku. And we see, um, you know, Frieza and Frieza's men and Bardock and his crew. And then these other Saiyans that I guess appear to just do what Bardock 
and his crew do. So, um, yeah, so there's like some comparisons with Bardock from the latest movie that I don't like. And now there is, I'm going to go ahead and mention, and I don't really know much about it, but there's this other version of this story. <laughs> there's been like three different Bardock versions, uh, you know, so bear with me. But the third and last one that I can't really talk too much about because I don't know a lot about it is called like the episode of Bardock. And basically everything happens like it does in the movie I just watched and the one that we're talking about. Um, but then there's like an after part where he didn't die, I guess. And he, you know, turns super Saiyan and yeah, it kind of gets a little out there. He fights somebody that looks like Frieza, but we learn is this guy named chill, I think. Yeah. So, um, that's all I know about that movie. If you guys, uh, or show, I think, cause it is called episode of Bardock. So yeah, you guys let me know if you've seen that and what you think of that compared to all the other versions and stories uh, that we have of Bardock. But this movie, this story, besides everything from Super and what I just mentioned, I, I really enjoy because it's it's so weird and different. Now, Dragon Ball can be pretty strange and out there. Uh, I mean, the whole premise and everything. But, you know, it's, it's still pretty grounded. In this... We get Bardock is out there uh, just doing what Saiyans do and conquering planets and stuff. And he, um, they're, they're conquering a planet that is filled with like a race that have like mind reading and fortune telling abilities. They're pretty much psychics, right? So uh, I guess Frieza wants that uh, power. And uh, what ends up happening is uh, one of the guys gives Bardock the power to see into the future and so that's why bardock throughout the rest of our time with him is like tripping out <laughs> he's seeing visions he's like really questioning his whole role and purpose in life um he just has a kid uh you know goku's born but he really has no interest in him um until he starts sensing that goku baby goku is also seeing what he's seeing so it's kind of like at that point we see Bardock really start to change his perspective on things and realizing like, hey, you know, this I've been doing some bad shit and I'm not really a good guy. But even here at the end, there's still time and hope for redemption. And we get like moments where there's like a version of Goku from the future, like as a, an adult, and he's like, Bardock. Bardock, do you know who I am? And then he tells him, you're like, oh, yes, you're my son. And he's actually tripping out so bad he thinks he's on planet Namek. <laughs> and so it gets so weird for him. I Like, you feel bad for him because this is, like, right after he got an ass whooping uh, from Frieza's men. But, uh, you know, the, he sees what um, Goku's going to end up doing. Like, Goku's going to end up defeating Frieza. But, you know, Goku is, like, somehow oddly telling him uh, there's 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 enough time or, you know, it's never too late to redeem yourself and, and, and change your ways, Father. You don't have to be like Frieza. Like, you don't have to be like that. Um, and so he kind of gets into this whole mode of, like, oh, shit, you know, I need to do something. At least try. Because I don't think at that point he really knows that Goku is going to grow up and defeat Frieza until he's like dying. <laughs>
And yes, spoiler alert, Bardock, he dies at the end of this film. It's um it's sad because you start to root for him. It's not like it's not like you're really rooting against him at any point, but you do think like these people are not good people. Um wow, that's the father of Goku. Um but it also to me the Bardock father of Goku story really resembles a lot of the Superman story. And I've, I've mentioned that before whenever talking about Goku now, and especially after the Dragon Ball Super movie, um, it really feels like a Superman origin story where, you know, Krypton's about to blow up. So they are, they're like, his parents are like, yo, son, get off of here, go to Earth, go to Earth and, and go protect the people. You'll be something more to them, you know, and Goku turns out to be Earth's mightiest warrior, hero, whatever you want to call him. And it's just kind of crazy how those stories are so similar. But in this one, it's it just feels like there's more weight to it. Like Bardock, really, at first, you see that he doesn't care about Goku. Then he starts realizing everything. And then he, uh, you know, in his last moments, really, ex- uh, like, really accepts himself and, and understands, like, you know, I got to own up to what I've done. But I hope that in my last moments... I made my son proud and I tried to do the best that I could to save others and, and right my wrongs. And, um, you know, it's it's tragic. And, you know, he he goes on these adventures, I guess, or conquests more like more, that's more of the term um, throughout the galaxy, conquering planets with his crew. And now his crew, they're they're just your stereotypical characters, you know, but what happens is um, the Frieza catches on to Bardock and, and, and his crew being so strong and taking out those psychics. And that's just like, I guess, on the bounty board or missions board that that mission had a difficulty like expert and, uh, and they weren't really supposed to win. And yet they did. So uh, Zarbon or somebody tells Frieza like, hey, man, Bardock and his crew, they're no joke. These Saiyans, right? And they like they really <laughs> go into it like, yeah, Saiyans, they're getting pretty strong, man. And Frieza's just staring. It's like, we got to blow this shit up. So uh, it's kind of Bardock's fault that planet Vegeta gets blown up, I guess, because if he wasn't so strong or powerful or good at what he does, nobody would care about the Saiyans. And uh, I guess Frieza just kind of could tell like at that moment like yeah this is the time i gotta go handle some shit um i don't want these uh saiyans getting the upper hand and being being stronger than me um even though frieza can just blow up planets right i mean frieza is pretty strong for the majority of this story series of dragon ball all from dragon ball to z to super currently the events that we're talking about in this movie and the, the villain of Frieza has got to be one of the best villains of all time because of the the amount of time and impact that character has made to pretty much every character in this story, um, in the story of Dragon Ball and Goku and all of his friends, the Z fighters. Um, it, it's crazy. And I, I am glad that someone's like, hey, you know, it'd be interesting this, uh, this tell the story of uh, Goku's dad. And, you know, this version is just right, though. You know, you got a bad dude who has one of the best kind-hearted, clum- clumsy, goofy, light-hearted dudes that you'll ever meet. And 
he does everything to you know save others and put other people in front of himself and then he's he's from a dude that we see is conquering and killing innocent people but you also see this man just realizing that his whole worldview is turned upside down um and the fact that the dragon ball super brawly version he just kind of just out of nowhere he's on the way home he's like yeah something's fishy you know what frieza would probably try to kill us all you know honestly if you think about it and it's just like yeah okay bardock chill um one thing i want to mention real quick too is that we get uh kid vegeta and a younger nappa that has hair and those scenes are pretty cool uh you know seeing kid vegeta training uh killing those saiyan men or saba men whatever i forgot their names are the little green alien dudes that you see in the saiyan saga um you know it just shows like damn vegeta is pretty strong um <laughs> And he was just always ruthless. It would have been interesting to see what Vegeta would have done had Planet Vegeta not been destroyed. And like, let's say Bardock actually fought Frieza and won somehow. And like, all the Saiyans like powered up and turned against Frieza. Do you guys think that Frieza would have still killed them all? I don't know. You know, it, it after seeing how certain characters in the story and series have easily become Super Saiyan and have just like been pushed through to their limits almost like you know saiyans are almost like the hulk you know the angrier the hulk gets uh you know the incredible hulk the green guy from the avengers and marvel he um he gets stronger and that's kind of like how saiyans are you know when pushed to the brink and they just come out with in incredible surges of energy and they just seem to begin stronger when they should begin weaker so um, who, who knows, but, you know, it's, it is cool to see Vegeta and, and see how he reacts to Planet Vegeta getting blown up. He doesn't really react. He's just like, okay, no, don't reply. And Nappa just looks silly with hair, man. Doesn't matter. He's just a bald dude. He, he, yeah, it just looks weird. Um, but, but, you know, Goku is pretty powerful now, but back when he was a baby, you know, he's nothing really compared to like where vegeta is but vegeta is also older than goku and i didn't ever put those two and two together you know like i always thought they were the same age or something um but so what happens is you know bardock after getting that psychic power he gets fucked up he just blacks out and he's already worn out so they're they take him back he gets healed up and while he's getting healed he's gets he's getting all those visions right with goku but his crew goes on another mission without him and it turns out to be an ambush by frieza's uh crew and they kill all of bardock's people and you know bardock he gets out and he goes out there and there's that you know that's a pretty shitty moment for bardock you know he doesn't seem like he cares a, lo uh, a lot about other people and he lets few people in so those uh people that uh, were his squad dying really must have fucked shit up for him you know honestly and you can tell like he gets pretty uh pretty pissed off <laughs> and he puts up a good fight but um it just shows that at this point in the story how powerful frieza and frieza's people will be and and how long it takes our characters our heroes to get to that level um the things that happen throughout dragon ball because bardock father of goku it's a prequel it's like if you want to start dragon ball anything watch this and then start dragon ball if you were to watch it in order you know this is like iron man 
Kinda. Not really. Because Iron Man's not a prequel. But, you know, to start the MCU, to start the Dragon Ball universe, <laughs> you got to start here. And, um, look, let's face it, guys. This version of Bardock, he just looks savage as fuck. He looks cool. He's got that bandana that you find out is red because it's like the blood of one of his fallen comrades and and then he's got this mean ass scar which he does have in every other version of himself okay but it just makes him look like a just uh, i don't know like just a badass uh because he's really just goku he looks just like a uh, like goku he's got goku's hair um he doesn't have goku's voice but you know still it's very interesting that they took a character that we were familiar with, at least a lot of the looks, and then gave him a, a different look and feel that really represents his personality and how different he is, yet the same as his son. And uh, you know what makes him look even cooler? The freaking music in this movie, at least the version that I watch, has like some 41 and like some other bands and, and rock bands. Uh, look, I used to watch Linkin Park uh, music videos that were just uh, Linkin Park songs over clips of Dragon Ball Z. And maybe they had themes, <laughs> maybe they had like certain characters as the focal point, but that shit was so hard. And the music from these movies, uh, like the early 2000s, uh, they're so epic, man. It's I, I don't listen to rock as much as I used to, but these definitely give me the feels. So high pass music makes this uh the action and the moments with bardock uh, you know that it makes like the atmosphere and tone really unique and fun and in in the way where you're just like dude this dude just ready to mess some shit up and you can tell this is like a different version of a character that looks like goku that looks like this kitty you know jokester but really he's like he's savage so um so yeah the the music the soundtrack to Bardock Father of Goku is definitely fun to listen to um but yeah his squad's dead he gets his ass beat um and then he shows back up on Planet Vegeta after having that moment where he's just he's just freaked out man he then tries to warn everybody he's like yo man everybody Frieza's gonna kill us all what's up we need to do something and they're like Bardock dude chill bro why would Frieza want to kill us and then they're like oh man he's really going through some shit huh yeah I heard he lost his crew and it's you know you you can see where they're coming from it's like a normal day imagine if tomorrow somebody came you know up to you and just like look we're all gonna die man we're all gonna die they're like bro it's it's only Wednesday I get it man but you need to chill like it's gonna be all right you know like of course the reaction um it feels realistic and so Bardock's like fuck this alright I'm flying up there and I'm taking on Frieza even if I gotta do it myself and oh yeah let me mention also uh, people who are like well how is Vegeta alive in Napa well during this story they're on another planet doing missions cause Vegeta's like I'm bored tell Frieza I want a like a new mission or some shit so Napa's like alright man let's go uh, so Bardock, he has this really cool moment. Now, in Dragon Ball Super Brawly, you do see, like, at the end, him fighting Frieza in some way. Like, but, like, the tail end of it. I've heard, and someone, if there is footage out there yet, or if this is just not going to ever be seen by people, but I, I, I heard that a lot of Dragon Ball Super Brawly was cut out. And part of that was a lot more of the Bardock story. 
And if that's true, someone confirm that uh, and let me know. And so, you know, one of the coolest things about this movie is you see Bardock say, you know, I'm going to be the hero. I'm not going to be the villain and I'm not going to be a coward. So he's up there fighting all of Frieza's men, uh, showing like, wow, you know, Goku does get his strength from his dad, I guess, you know. Um, and then Frieza's, you know, coming out of his ship after Bardock's like, Frieza, come out, man. It's like imagine somebody pulls up at your house and it's like, yo, come out. I know you're in there. Bring it to the front yard. <laughs> and so Frieza comes out. Bardock's like, you know what? We're we're done. We're done. Screw this, man. I know that you've, you know, you've wanted to take us out for a long time. You're just using us. So he tries to, you know, summon this like really powerful like blast and he throws it. And Frieza just starts laughing, lifts up his finger and starts creating this giant red ball of death, pretty much. And he just flicks it towards Planet Vegeta, killing everybody in the way. That's Frieza's men. That's anybody. I don't think any Saiyans were up there. I can't remember, guys. And I just saw it. Y'all let me know. Um, but then destroying Planet Vegeta. And then in his last moments, he, uh, he sees, oh, it's my son that's going to defeat Frieza. And it's kind of weird, you know, the whole psychic thing. But it's kind of like a, you know, an interesting take. Like, hey, you're destroying our planet. And so I'm going to curse you with the ability to see your own de uh, de demise, your own ending and uh, your own apocalypse. And it's just, uh, it's kind of bitter. It's super bitter. What am I talking about? You know, nobody wants to know when and how they'll die. You know, I mean, some people might differ, but I think most people wouldn't want to know. You just want to just live your life, not, you know, constantly dreading this moment. And that race probably for years have been knowing the Saiyans are going to come and destroy them. And here's Bardock. Like a week later, <laughs> everything's going to shit. Um, but, you know, then Goku lands on Earth. Gohan, Grandpa Gohan, he uh, finds him. And then we get the end of the movie. And we get this cool Sum 41 outro in the credits with a little square that shows like a, you know, the, the adventures of Goku, like from Dragon Ball and on. And it's a really cool touch. But, you know, there is like a scene where you see Bardock's bandana floating in space. And I was like, get out of here. <laughs> get out of here. That shit is, a, that's gone. You, you just threw something that blew up a whole planet. That's a bandana. Come on now. But anyways, where does this movie fall in um, all of the movies? Um, just so in case you don't get a chance to listen to those. Um, this one's up there in my top five just because it's so interesting. And it adds something that really feels like it's always been canon. And now I guess with Dragon Ball Super Brawly, it's actually canon. But it's not the same. And I think they've missed out a lot on what potentially could be a very interesting prequel and setup for a grander adventure. But, you know, I think the Bardock that we get in the 1990 version is the goat of all of the Bardocks. So if you watch any Bardock anything, even with Super, I like to just pretend that part never really happened. But the movie I just saw and how it went out, um, that's my preferred beginning. <laughs> so... Um, you know, do what you will with it, but I think this, out of um, 10 Dragon Balls, 
I guess was or a seven. I forget what numbers we were doing, but let's just say out of ten, I would give this a seven star Dragon Ball. So I don't think this is the best, but I think it's uh you know just unique enough to catch your attention and stand out amongst the handful of other Dragon Ball Z films that we'll talk about on reviews. But look, I'm telling you, the 90s aesthetic through anime is just really uh, so, so pleasing to the eye. And just for that, any of these films are going to get bonus points because a lot of them that we're going to talk about came out in the 90s and early 2000s. So, but with that, yeah, no, this is definitely one of my top five favorites because, like I said, this and the next one that we're going to talk about, History of Trunks, are uh, some of the few ones that I got to own growing up. The rest I never really got to see until later. Actually, pretty recent. And some of these I've only seen like once or maybe even twice. So it's going to be really fun to revisit these uh, stories and movies and compare them and, and kind of see where they rank and uh, what to expect from the series moving forward. Because it seems like with the success of Dragon Ball Super Brawly, we're definitely going to get other Dragon Ball movies. And I think there's already been another one announced. So... You know, it's going to be fun, um, especially because, you know, these movies supposedly aren't really canon, but we have um, certain, you know, instances like Dead Zone, where we get Garlic Jr. Saga um, and where we get Bardock being like that story is primarily canon now. But the version that we just saw is the, the go to. Look, that's all I'm going to say, really. Um, it's it's interesting. I, uh you know, what happened with Goku is that he, when he got to Earth, he hit his head, so he forgot all of his Saiyan stuff. So even though Bardock and him connected in some way, it would have been interesting to see Bardock live and raise Goku. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, you know, what, what do you guys think would have happened? And uh, yeah, you guys let me know what you guys thought of Bardock, father of Goku. I think I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up right here because, I mean, I could ramble and just talk about things in more detail. And if you guys want to hear that some other time, you guys let me know. But uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this uh, second part, number two of reviews. And uh, I hope you guys look forward to the next episode of this series and continue to connect with Wondersoul. Uh, on Instagram and Twitter, just search Wondersoul and supporting Wondersoul by sharing and rating and reviewing this podcast this episode uh share this with all of your friends of anime of dragon ball and uh anybody you think would enjoy any of the content that we have here on wonder soul and the more that is yet to come um i'm excited for uh sitting down and watching our next uh part in this series and uh Stay tuned to the end of me talking to hear a little preview of that next episode. But until then, this was uh, part two of reviews. Uh, Bardot, father of Goku. I'm Bearded Buddha. And this was another episode of Wonder Soul. I will talk to you guys later. Seventeen and eighteen are just out for a good time. The only problem, they keep killing all their friends. Run for your lives, everybody! They're killers! Go murderers! Oh, and uh, Goku's gone too. I
rather fight and die than watch this all happen. The History of Trucks. Friday, September 12th at 6. We're going to need some more heroes.